go to the word of the Lord in Hebrews 12. Let's stand together for the reading of the word. It says in verse number one, therefore, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily trips us up, and let us run with endurance the race God has set before us. Then it goes on to say, work at living in peace with everyone and work at living a holy life. Work at, work at. For those who, you just can't sit still in this thing, folks. Work at. For those who are not holy will not see the Lord. Look after each other so that none of, a, none of you fails to receive the grace of God. And watch out that no poisonous root of bitterness grows up to trouble you, corrupting many. That poison just spreads. So, Father, thank you for truth. Transform us in Jesus' name. Amen. May be seated. We have a spiritual enemy who does everything he can to place a root of rejection, hurt, pain, and division. And he plants a root of bitterness or anger inside our hearts. Especially this attempt is made when we're young. His plan is to bring anger and bitterness, so much pain into your life that you go on to live an unhappy, unfulfilled life. And when people are angry, they tend to carry all this baggage and they tend to push people away from them. Like all of us, we need other people. But because of junk, we tend to start pushing people away. And people who are angry people are almost always people who live isolated lives. They're loners because they have this IED in their lives and anger. And it's tied to a root of bitterness planted in them, and it causes them to push people away. IEDs, what are those? Improvised explosive devices. And there are triggers that set them off, sometimes by a cell phone, sometimes by pressure. What are your triggers? They remember suicide bombers who have these devices strapped to themselves at times. You know, why they self-destruct, but the circle of collateral damage around them, it goes on and on and on in the circle of people they affect. Satan's blueprint at the beginning of your life is to injure you in some way so that he can plant a root of bitterness and anger inside of you. And his plan is to plant that root of anger inside of you so he can control you. How many know that hurting people hurt people? And God's word instructs us to lay aside every hindrance, every issue that attempts to entangle us. It's a looming IED. And people have all of this pain they've stuffed down in their hearts. Everyone who comes to Jesus comes to him with some stuff, right? I don't care who you are, what your color, how much money you have or don't have. You know, you have stuff. It might be different than someone else's stuff, but everybody comes to him with stuff. And your issues may be because of the way your parents raised you, might be because of what culture has done, might be because there's been abuse, but all come to the Lord with stuff, with baggage. And now you have to begin the process of laying aside the weight that will trap you. And the hurts that have planted in you are like an IED. And they isolate you and they'll help you to self-destruct. It's interesting when you have baggage, you're sitting on top of an IED and you can't even see it underneath you. Everybody around you can tell there's danger there, but you can't see what you've stuffed inside. And the truth is, if you really faced what your issues are, you'd be working on them. As Paul just wrote, 
in the Hebrews work at, work at, but many don't. And you sit on top of the IED from the way your parents spoke to you, the way you were raised, some of the abuses that you took. And and until you begin to cry, Lord, deal with me. Show me the path to healing. Until you deal with the mess in your life, you go around and you're explosive. You reject people. You hurt people because hurting people hurt people. And you have a damaged soul because of the wounds you've incurred. Sometimes you have a conflicted wound. You're tossed to and fro. You don't have a sound mind that God wants you to have because you're conflicted or you're tormented under condemnation. But there's therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ. Or you're fearful and anxious, but he hasn't given us that spirit. Or, or, or you feel rejected because, and because of that, you're easily off- offended. Listen, if my father and mother forsake me, you will never forsake me. I'm not rejected. Or you feel weary or frustrated and weary. And Jesus said about you, come to me if you're weary and heavy laden. Or, or, you've, or you're offended and you're carrying some kind of a grudge. And the scripture tells us to heal that tormented soul, you've got to learn to forgive. And the interesting thing is when you have an accumulation of this stuff, you're blaming everybody else for your pain. In fact, the more baggage you have, the more you tend to blame other people. And rather than looking within yourself and dealing with the mess in your past, you project it out on somebody else. So what, to, what you do is you don't want to get hurt and you become self-protective and, and you take all of your junk, your low self-esteem, your anger, your pain, your bitterness, and you begin to build walls around yourself because you're tired of being hurt and you think it's everybody else who has a problem. And when someone has a lot of issues, you have to walk on eggs around them all the time because you're afraid they're going to wig out on you, right? And when you have a whole lot of unhealed issues, people don't know which you is going to show up on any given day because you've built all this stuff around you. I'm not going to speak to that person because I know every time I do, I get hurt. You'll begin to build this wall until you reach the point where you're like this. You're you're like in in a foxhole. And what you've done because of the root of anger, bitterness, and pain is you've pushed everything away from you that is important to you. You've isolated yourself, and the more isolated you are, the lonelier you are. Let me encourage you, as I do all the time, you need to be involved in the body of Christ here at Calvary Christian Center. You can never be afford to be disconnected. You must have connection. And do you know why you don't become involved in the body of Christ? Because of all your issues. You've built a wall and you keep building it and building it, and you come to church lonely, and you leave church lonely, and instead of doing something about it, you just keep living in your isolation. You're thinking you're protecting yourself when you're isolating yourself and setting yourself up for failure. Angry people tend to blame others. It's what the terrorists do. They're always angry. They blame everybody. They blame society. They blame mom, dad, everybody. It's like the boy in Santa Fe who won the shooting binge and terrible things that were done to so many students. And because she wouldn't date me, other schoolmates now were going to get to die because he was a walking IED. No one had to die. It was his anger and isolation and that sense of wound in in the soul. What excess stuff are you carrying around in your life? Everyone in church has carried stuff around in life. 
And the question is, what are your issues? Because you have some. And let me tell you what your issues are. Your issues are the things that flip you out. Your issue of anger is the unhealed hurt you carry year after year in the wounded soul. What issues keep recurring in your life that you need to let go of, but you can't seem to release? It's interesting how the people who are controllers and manipulators, it's interesting that these are the people who quickly respond and say, you're not going to tell me what to do. And if you want to know if you're a controller, you're going to be the first one who jumps up and says, you're not going to control me. What about this issue you have of bitterness? What keeps triggering it? Rejection, resentment, hatred, prejudice. What is the issue? Anytime your issues are great enough, you're going to start pushing people out of your life. And you'll push people away who love you because of your unhealed hurt. You're an IED. And that sin is tearing about, tearing apart people's relationships. That sin dams up the flow of the Holy Spirit and keeps you from your purpose because that sin is an IED in your soul, ready to explode. What is that root in you? And when someone touches that issue, Whatever it is, it goes off. And the reason no one can correct you or direct you is because you've got that root down deep inside. And anytime someone attempts to correct you, you perceive it as rejection. And you can't receive mentoring. You won't receive advice. You become hostile. What is your mess? What makes you lose control? Maybe it's men. Maybe it's women. Maybe it's a daddy issue. Maybe it's black people. Maybe it's white people. What's your issue? And when the pressure comes, that, that's when your IED manifests. What triggers you? Does anger manifest in you when you lose control? You can be saved and on your way to heaven and have anger issues down in, your, in the core of your being, and you have a difficult time ever connecting with other people. You can be, have had an experience with the Holy Spirit and still walk around with unhealed hurts because it's not the gifts of the Spirit that are going to heal your hurts. It's the fruit of the Spirit growing you is going to heal your hurts. Does anybody know what I'm talking about here today? And anger causes people to operate out of their emotions instead of operating out of the Word of God. Anytime someone is raised with the idea that they're not good enough, there's going to be some rejection issues they're going to have to deal with. If you grew up and you were made to feel out, you've got issues outside the circle, then you're going to have issues to deal with. And if you were raised with the idea that you're not good looking, that you're hard to look at, or that you're not smart, that you're stupid, you're going to grow up as a low achiever and angry at everything around you. The person raised with the idea they're never good enough, they can't do anything right, that person grows up and struggles with achievement, trying to reach their God-given purpose. Anger issues will cause you to build walls around you. Men tend to have more anger issues than women because women are taught to deal with their emotions a little more expressively and differently than men are taught. Men are taught, repress your hurts, suck it up, and your frustrations, so they build up inside. A parent can plant a root of rejection in a child's life by saying, What's wrong with you? Can't you do anything right? And anytime a parent makes a child feel inferior, 
that root can begin to grow inside of them. Everyone in this room grew up with some level of rejection somewhere along the timeline of your maturing. Many here grew up with parents who didn't have the tools. They didn't know how to really raise you. They loved you, but didn't have the tools to raise you. They just copied their parents' methods and repeated the same mistakes and passed them along. The truth is, we all grew up with some issues of rejection at some level. All grew up with issues that have planted a root of bitterness. And now that you've given your life to Jesus, now you're in the process of opening up the trunk and examining your life and getting down to the root. Each must examine our lives. In pastoral leadership, if I see a manifest some kind of an attitude or certain kind of behavior, I can point out some things, but it's really yielding to the word of God and yielding to the Holy Spirit that will determine whether you get free from that or not. The Spirit of God will make you to know. You see, your wound is probably not your fault, but your healing is your responsibility. God wants to heal your emotional wound. You made some bad decisions. They left some scar. I'm not here to condemn anybody. I've come to tell you, you're just going to have to deal with the junk in your trunk and going all the way down to the root. And you have to deal with yourself. And you go to God and you say, God, I need forgiveness. And I give this to you. I place this in your hands. You have to begin to deal with the stuff. How many know that family issues can bring pain? I don't have to be descriptive. You choose your friends, but you didn't choose your family. I don't have to say any more than that, right? You have to deal with stuff. It's just good, listen, that we, it's just good that we deal with these unhealed hurts because if you don't deal with them, you'll never realize how important it is to have the character of Jesus starting to grow in you. How many know that old relationships can leave some junk in your trunk? You have to tackle that stuff. You have to deal with the pain and deal with those who did stuff to you. You have to give it to the Lord and walk in a spirit of forgiveness. And listen, you have to be able to say, God, I place this in your hands. Please forgive me for what I've done. And you have to depend on his power to do deep cleansing. There can be many reasons you've got bitterness down somewhere in a corner of your spirit. And, and bitterness will leave all kinds of scars and start affecting relationships around you. You have to look within yourself we're going to do that at the table of the Lord and judge yourself. When a child feels abandoned, they grow angry over it at others, at themselves. They may feel they caused it. A child is the victim of a divorce, and then they feel like it's my fault. That devil is a liar. And listen, the enemy has a blueprint, and he'll attempt in that blueprint to bring a root of bitterness and anger and rejection inside a person's heart the rejected person. You can tell that person over and over how beautiful she is and she won't believe it because she has a wounded soul. And unfortunately, that's the way it is in life. We get beaten down, abused. And for whatever reason, circumstances happen that have hurt you. That's when you need to know that when you gave your heart to the Lord, you became a royal priesthood a holy nation, his own special people. You are somebody in God, and he's the, wound, he's the wound healer and the healer of broken hearts. So let's take an anger test right now. 
Are you ready? You know there's a root of anger inside of you when you explode, when you're frustrated in certain areas. Well, pastor, that's just venting. I'm just venting. Well, you know, there is righteous anger. God gets angry. And righteous anger is justifiable. If a child is being abused, that's righteous anger for us to respond to that. When a lady has been physically abused or sexually abused, we should be righteously anger over the, angered over that, right? When we, see, when we see unjustified hurts happening to people, we should rise up in anger over that. It's, it's, it's righteous anger. But if an IED explodes over something so minuscule, then you've got a root of bitterness inside of you you better deal with before your life is over. Another test of anger. Do you ever physically abuse out of anger? I'm not just speaking about a man abusing a woman. How about a woman abusing a man? And they do. Do you strike your child out of anger? I'm not speaking about disciplining your children and when they're rebellious in love and you discipline them. And then there's repentance and restoration and assurance of love. But it's striking your child just because you're angry. Next, you get into a tense situation and you regret later things you said or did. Is that common for you? If that's you, then you've got some anger issues that God's trying to confront you about that need to be dealt with. It's the rejected person who goes from relationship to relationship and blame everybody but themselves. It's the person with unhealed anger that's always choosing the wrong person to go out with. It's the unhealed person who always picks someone they can control in a relationship. Oh, it's tight, but it's right. Amen? It's, it's quiet in here. That's tight. I like it. If a parent abandons a child, they can plant a seed of rejection and anger. It's the rejection per, rejected person who looks for love in all the wrong places. It's the rejected person who can't be loved enough. They can't absorb enough. In fact, they'll suck the life out of you. The rejected person is the one who has the hardest time with God the Father because of all the pain in their lives they've received from an earthly father. And that devil is such a liar because my heavenly father is perfect in his love for me, is righteous in his love for me, and loves me more than any human could ever love me. If you had an abusive earthly father, then you're going to have to deal with some issues inside of your heart. If you had an abusive mother, you're going to have to deal with issues inside of your heart. The rejected person is the one who tries to build barriers to protect themselves. And the angry person is difficult to get to know. And let pastor tell you how you know if you're, you've got a root of anger. You don't share your feelings with anybody. You don't share who you really are with anybody. And you just kind of try to wear a mask. I'm helping somebody in here, right? The angry person is always trying to establish control. And when you have a root of rejection, when you have anger issues in your life, you tend to get that barrier built even thicker and taller. Because as you walk through life, people did things that damaged your soul. Think of all the things you go through in the course of a year, all the things you face, cumulative hurts. Remember, hurt people hurt people. And if you're not careful... You're going to isolate yourself to protect yourself. 
Isolation is an emotion killer in your life. And there's a reason some of your relationships end the same way over and over. There's a reason your jobs end the same way over and over. There's a reason why things don't work out in your life the way you desire them to. You've got to begin to say, wait a minute, I've got some junk inside my trunk. And I've got to clean it out. You've got to begin to say, wait a minute, I'm going to pull the mask off and be transparent because I can't go through life with this root down deep inside of me affecting everything that grows on the branches of my life. I've got to deal with this. Stop blaming others. Look within yourself. You swore you'd never be like your father or mother. And you looked in the mirror and said, oh my God, I turned into my father. I turned into my mother. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? God is more concerned with healing you than helping you get a new job. He's more concerned with the way you treat other people than helping you get a new automobile. The reason you're always, listen, pick companions who treat you poorly is because of all the junk you're carrying around. The truth is that sick people attract sick people. In fact, you're attracted to people who have the same kind of issues you have. So you perpetuate the mess. And if you don't like yourself, you're not going to really like anybody else very well. If you don't like yourself, you're not going to like your brother or your sister in the Lord. And that's important at the table of Jesus, by the way, to him, that we honor the body of Christ. If you don't like yourself, you're not going to like too many people. And I can tell you what you think of yourself by the people you choose to hang around with. I can tell what you think of yourself by the people you choose to date. I can tell what you think of yourself by your friends because birds of a feather... Am I right? You have to deal with the junk and the messes. And the reason you can't stand for someone to tell you what to do is because you don't comprehend being under authority. And by the way, get used to it. It's the kingdom of God, and it will be that way forever in eternity. You don't comprehend your issues and what they're doing to you. What is your anger issue today? You have to face it if you're going to unload it. And you have to face the pain of the past so you can get it behind you once and for all. And where do you lose control in life? The question is, what causes you to lose it when someone presses your hot button? Hmm? What area of your life reveals a root of anger, a bitterness that erupts up to the surface and starts letting fruit hang off the branches? A mess. And identify those things. Holy Spirit will help us, right? He's, he's the revealer of all. And then get it before the Lord and get that stuff behind you because these issues prevent the flow of the Holy Spirit in your life and prevent growth and purpose. Jesus said to the man with a withered hand, stretch forth your withered hand so I can heal you. Get it out there. You have to say, Master, I don't like the issues I've been tucking away down here, but I'm stretching it out before you now I'm giving it to you to heal. It's time to identify your hurts and time to say, God, I give these to you. I place them in your hands. Time to break the cycle that you've been in since childhood. And if your roots are abusive, there's a good chance you're going to grow and tend to be abusive. And you might think to be abusive is to strike someone. You can abuse somebody with silent treatment.
You can abuse someone by manipulating your intimate life. If your roots were rejection or abuse, there's a good chance anger out of you will spill over into abuse. The good news is when you gave your life to Jesus Christ, he began a process of getting your past behind you. Let me give you some traits of the root of bitterness. Let's be transparent. Are you a control freak? The controller will not learn to delegate well. Are you angry just because you woke up today? An angry person has a hard time trusting. And and if if you have a difficult time trusting, there's some root in you over some past hurt. An angry person turns hurt into anger. And anytime there's abuse or rejection or shame in the past, those roots produce bad fruit. For the fruit is known because of its root. And if in your history people attempted to manipulate you, there's a good chance you're going to become one yourself. There's a real good reason why some people are still single. And don't get angry with me. I'm just teaching you God's word, okay? The truth is, people want a healthy person for a mate. Tell the truth and shame the devil here today, right? Get down to the root why you won't trust certain people of color, whether they're white or brown or or yellow or black or red. You won't trust anybody other than what is familiar to you. I'm in your business now because this is how life needs to be lived in the body of Christ with righteousness and transparency and acceptance of fellow brothers and sisters in Jesus' kingdom because we're one body under one Lord, Jesus the Christ. Amen? Deal with the root cause of all the hurts in your life. We've all been hurt. We've all suffered abuse, all felt rejection. So welcome to the club. We're in church to be healed, but the church should be the last place where any of that stuff is demonstrated and expressed. This should be the first place where it's revealed and then healed. Amen? In the meantime, you deal with the root on a singular daily basis. Why is that pain there? I know why you're hurt. And I know you went through it. But how did it get there? I placed this in your hands. You're my healer. Tell somebody, you have to deal with the root. Amen? If your parents were abusive in any way, you might have a tendency to want to repeat that behavior. A root is something you can't see on the surface. It goes deeper than what you can see, and you have to get down under the surface to find it. And the devil's plan is to plant a root of anger inside of you so he can control you. And as long as there is unhealed bitterness in you, he controls the steps of your life. And as long as you're angry, he can always find some way to push your buttons. And why would you let the devil have that kind of power and authority in your life? You fail in life because of bad roots. You don't fail because of what you can't, because of what you can see. You fail because of what you can't see. And you don't fail because of your skin color. You fail because the root inside of you is controlling you and directing you. You don't fail because somebody doesn't like you. You fail because of your attitudes. You fail because of issues. They go deeper than people can see. I learned a long time ago, God blesses me by the way I forgive others. 
And if it's true that God blesses you according to the way that you let go of issues and forgive others, if that's true, then you truly have to deal with issues that are behind you. Because if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespassers. Those are the words of Jesus. And when we gave our lives to the Lord, our nature was to be transformed, to become more like his. Now we're supposed to walk in the fruit of that spirit because we have a new root planted inside of us. And out of that root comes the fruit of love, self-control, gentleness, goodness, kindness, right? And if you're not gentle, go to God's word. Get into the root for assistance. If you're not loving, turn to the word of the Lord. Begin to cultivate that root so great fruit is produced. And if you love the Lord today, but tend to be angry because of past abuse in your life, if you've had an abusive past, deal with those issues. And the reason you keep going off is because you've been hurt. We've got a very angry culture today. You've been wounded. As a follower of Jesus, we're obligated to deal with that stuff. And if you think or perceive someone's looking down on you, you, get, you start losing control. You have to deal with that stuff. And now that you're born again, God wants you to roll everything over onto him. You are now more than a conqueror, not a victim, a victor. Don't become prisoner to your pain. Don't be a prisoner to the past. Anytime someone lives with a great deal of pain, they can grow into an unhealthy lifestyle. Those who've been hurt tend to explode on others. People who have anger create a hostile environment wherever they are. And if you don't deal with this root in your life, you're going to end up with broken relationships and possibly even a broken life. And listen, before you can be healed, you have to admit it's there. You have to become transparent. You have to deal with the root. You have to face the fact that, listen, you need to start a process as a God, I give it to you. Lieutenant Colonel talked about that. He said, I almost lost my marriage. That root in me of anger and rejection of the abuse I took, he said, it was growing and bearing fruit about destroyed my life until I was honest enough to say, God, I need help. Jesus came to bind up all your hurts, all your rejection, all the anger issues. And part of growing up in Christ means facing the past and overcoming it. Stretch out that withered hand. Face that pain. Confront it. And better to face the pain so you no longer have to live behind a wall of isolation. And the best thing you can do is say, wait a minute, I'm going to let go of these issues and turn them over to God. But as long as you keep festering and letting that thing grow down deep inside. You've got a live IED inside of you, and that thing is going to go off, and it will damage everything around you. Make up your mind. You're going to knock the walls down and defuse the IED. And God, use my life for your glory. Bring healing. Then you can become a bridge for others to cross over and embrace the promises of God. In other words, God wants you to take all those issues and give them to him. Do what you have to do to get well. Confront them. Face them. Get a mentor who is free to tell you what for. Whatever it takes. You'll become a bridge to help bring others out of their pain. You've been in pain. Now you're going to learn. And you're going to learn to grow. What Satan meant to hurt you. God will turn it for your good. 
He'll use you to bring others out of their anger and out of their hurt and out of their pain and out of their struggle and become like Joseph. You remember the abuse, the neglect, the betrayals, the accusations, the loneliness. Listen to the deliverance God gave him when his sons were born. Hear his words. During this time before the first of the famine years, two sons were born to Joseph and his wife, Asenath, the daughter of Potipharah, the priest of An. And Joseph named his older son Manasseh, for he said, God has made me forget all my troubles and everyone in my father's family, all those that had hurt him. Joseph named his second son Ephraim, for he said, God has made me fruitful in this land of my grief. Joseph turned to his brothers who abused him when they finally showed up in desperation for food. And all the years that led to his pain and his suffering and said to them, don't be afraid of me. Am I God that I can punish you? You intended to harm me, but God intended it all for good. And he brought me to this position so that I could save the lives of many people. Thank the Lord. That's what he wants to do using every one of us. Because all of us have come out of struggles and pain and rejection and bitterness and anger and abuse of various levels and kinds. And what God wants to do is take all that we've experienced and have it laid down at his feet and say, Lord, begin the healing process in me. I want this old root to no longer have any nurturing whatsoever. I want to starve it till it dies. And I want the root of the tree of life to grow in me and your fruit to be born on the branches of my life. And you'll build a bridge to so many in this culture who have anger issues and bitterness and abuse in their background. You become the bridge by which they begin to know there's a God who heals today. And let the church stand and say, thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank God for his healing power that's present today. Everybody has to deal with the root of anger. I place it in your hands, Lord.